I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News. Mostly clear tonight and the low down to 60. A man barricaded inside a residence with a chainsaw in Ziegler Tuesday night attacked police officers from Ziegler, Christopher, and Illinois State Police. The Ziegler Police Department received a call about a man threatening people with a running chainsaw at the residence at 215 North Pine around 11 p.m. Officers took the man into custody, and as he was being transported to a local hospital, he claimed there was an incendiary device inside the residence. The Ziegler and Royalton Fire Departments and Illinois Secretary of State Police Bomb Squad were contacted. The bomb squad determined there was no device in the residence. The Illinois Attorney General's Office has charged a Williamson County man with possession of child pornography. The case is part of A.G. Kwame Raoul's ongoing work in collaboration with federal law enforcement agencies and local law enforcement officials throughout Illinois to apprehend those who download and trade pornography online. Raoul's office charged 44-year-old Jacob Sloan of Marion with 11 counts of possession of child pornography, Class II felonies, each punishable by up to seven years in prison. Investigators conducted a search of Sloan's residence in the 1400 block of North Magnolia Street in Marion on August 9th. Sloan was later arrested and taken into custody at the Williamson County Jail. The Attorney General's Office will co-prosecute the case with the Williamson County State's Attorney's Office. The next time a scammer tries to target you, it might not be through a text message with a harmful link. The Internal Revenue Service says bad actors are sending letters featuring the IRS masthead with wording about an unclaimed refund. The recipient is then urged to provide sensitive information through non-agency contact options. Amy Nofziger with AARP's Fraud Watch Network says this approach speaks to how quickly scammers can adapt with the public on high alert right now about digital fraud. They're going through an old method for a lot of us, but a new method for some of us. And when things do come through the mail, oftentimes we do pay a little bit more attention to it because it's a physical item in our hands. The IRS says there are plenty of red flags in these mailings, including odd punctuation and a mixture of fonts. There are also factual errors with a letter saying the deadline for filing tax refunds is October 17th, with the actual date being October 16th. Illinois Democrats spent today rallying the troops, so to speak, as they prepare for next year's elections. It was Governor's Day at the Illinois State Fair. The day started at a brunch with recognition awards, slick campaign-style videos, and fiery speeches. Governor J.B. Pritzker took aim at conspiracy theories. He says Republicans are peddling. Republicans think that if they lie about something often enough, if they deny the truth long enough, maybe we will start to believe their lies. The problem is this. Here in Illinois, we have a low tolerance for bullshit. Speakers also praised Illinois lawmakers for bolstering abortion protections by, for example, passing laws to protect patients crossing state lines. Illinois Republicans gather tomorrow at the State Fair for Republican Day. After 35 years in higher education and 34 of those at Southeastern Illinois College in Harrisburg, SIC President Jonah Rice has decided to retire at the end of his contract on June 30, 2024. Rice began as a junior faculty member in 1990 and began the theater program as well as helped coach multiple national championship speech and debate teams for nearly 20 of those years. Rice was awarded the Illinois Community College Trustees Association Advocacy Award in 2019 for his dedicated leadership in advocating for the needs of students and the Illinois Community College system. During Rice's time, the college developed a fund balance 
policy ensuring a safety net for emergencies like state impasses and gross late payments. Rice took the job on an interim basis in 2009 after a failed national search and initially turned down the permanent job offer, but he said he eventually accepted it because he loves the college and believes in its mission. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU News.